So 3,200 years ago, the devil started um, making accusations about God and telling lies. And uh, the lies are the important part, the thing I'm talking about today. The devil started telling lies. Uh, and um, at that time, many of the angels heard. And over time, the devil um, began to gain an audience with the ghosts who listened to his lies. And uh, they began to uh, believe strange things, maybe, maybe not. But they chose to hear the words of the devil and to not hear the word of God. In heaven, we have salvation, and it's perfect. Everything's perfect. It's amazing. Every moment is perfect. And living in heaven forever and ever and ever and ever, a thousand years, a thousand more, a million years, a hundred thousand years more, a billion years, a million years more, a hundred thousand more. It's just amazing. Just the thought of doing that just sounds great once you know, we're there and we have salvation. It just sounds great. But something strange happened. Um, they started to rebel against God. And I think it's because God said things they didn't like hearing. Uh, Jesus said, the righteous shall go into life eternal. So we need to learn righteousness and choose to be righteous. The righteous go into life eternal. And I think he's talking about the, the upcoming judgments after the day of the Lord, we might say, or during, but during or after, about the time of the day of the Lord, and also about the time, exactly at the time of what we call the great white throne judgment, and maybe one other time, but maybe other times after when we die. So if these um, ghosts, men and women in heaven that are spirits now, um, are born again, they might live a life, die, be judged again. So there's more judgment, but we go through judgment. And so to go into life eternal, we need to be righteous. And right now, there's none righteous, no, not one, except for God and Jesus Christ. Okay. So, when we um, hear God talk about judgment, he might talk about doing what's right rather than what's wrong. And so I think the ghosts don't like hearing that. A moment ago, I was talking to a bunch of ghosts in heaven, and nearly every ghost in heaven that's a man or a woman died, we might say. I think that might be incorrect, but it, multitudes. I don't want to tell you the number, but it'd be unfair for me to not tell you. I'll just say the number is a very large number. We're just struck dead by God. So we often are told that our salvation is secure, that once saved, always saved. But if we go to heaven and start speaking the devil's words after hearing his lies over a year, 10 years, 100 years, 1,000 years, 3,000 years, someone might tell those lies over and over again, and they might curse the Lord and tempt the Lord over and over again, committing sins worthy of death. And just now, something odd happened. I was telling a humorous joke. It was a pleasant moment. It was a, it was a joy. I was talking to ghosts and angels, and the, uh, God was speaking to them. And great multitudes, more than 50 billion, we might say. And uh, I told a joke. And uh, I kept telling Jehoshaphat, who's a spirit in heaven, to stop doing things. I said, do not do it over and over again. Like, he's like, don't, don't tell me what to do. I'm like, well, don't do it. And he's like, don't tell me what to do. And so I started saying, don't do it this way. I said, do not do it. So I called him Jehoshanart. And the spirit thought it was funny. And so I kept calling him Jehoshanart for quite a while now, like a week or more. But I told the joke again. And there was a misunderstanding about something. They thought that it was Jehoshaphat, who I call Jehoshanar. All the angels call him Jehoshanar right now. It's a funny joke. And the devil and the false prophet told them it meant something Luciferian, satanic, evil, wicked, corrupt, perverted. And they started to think corrupt and evil and wicked and perverted thoughts in their heart. 
and nearly every angel living was just struck dead at this moment. Guardian angels. Legendary angels, you might say. Archangels. And nearly every man and woman in heaven that I know of was struck dead. A very large number. And, uh... I'd say nearly 50 billion, more than 40 billion, about 47 billion men and women struck dead immediately. Now they're in a place that you might call the place they go after the second death. So there's a lot of different places they go, but I just want to say this one more time. They could have done something simple and not done this obvious sin. They were rebuked by God in their heart. They knew it was wrong and they did it anyways, which is often the case when men and women sin, they were rebuked by God. So, here's the places they might be. Hell. There's a place that resembles hell, actually. It's like a, we might think of it as similar to hell. I don't think it burns or hurts as much. There's a place that I call the furnace, where they can see the fire of hell. They stand in a small room with white walls. Behind them, there's no escape. Sometimes there's a door that they can't get through. A really clear reminder, there is a way out. Maybe repent, obey God, hear his word, repent of their sin. And before them is the fire of hell, the gigantic flames licking up towards the, there's something above, just licking. And this is what they see, nothing but fire. It's terrifying, actually. But they stand there and refuse to repent of their sin. So I think um, over and over again, I was warning them saying, Salvation is something that's given. And when we have everlasting life, we might think that we have it forever, no matter what, unconditionally. But if we murder and rape and steal and worship the devil and do wicked sins, uh, such as in heaven, Jesus says, the violent take it by force. I think he said take it by force, but they, they try to take it by force. And so there's been violence in heaven since the time of Jesus and before, I think. And... Um, among the ghosts, maybe. Among the angels, definitely. As it is written, we might say. So they can't just do those things forever. They need to repent. And eventually they might get struck dead. And so the devil was speaking, the false prophet was speaking, and they seemed to suddenly come to common agreement to do this very wicked sin. And they were just struck dead. So there's a lot of lessons we can learn from this. Don't do wicked sins. Don't come to common agreement to do what the devil tells you to do. The devil says to do what's right in his eyes rather than what's right in God's eyes. Don't, uh, don't think that God won't notice. And don't think that your salvation is so secure that you can do every wicked sin you ever imagine. So I want to talk to you about who's in heaven. Marilyn Monroe is in heaven. John Lee Hooker might be in heaven. Often Aretha Franklin's in heaven. I think John Lee Hooker was in heaven recently. Michael Jackson's in heaven. Uh, I'm almost, yeah, he wasn't struck dead. He speaks the word of God often. Every man, woman, and child who ever died went to um, judgment. And more than half of them approximately went to heaven. A bunch of others went to hell. So a lot of people you might think of as celebrities that died might be in heaven right now if they weren't just struck dead. So they get to stand in front of this place called, that I call the furnace. Some might be in hell uh, and they get a chance to repent of their sin. If they repent of their sin, 
and say, God, I can't save myself and maybe love God, their father, which is right to do, then they might be loosed from hell immediately. But they just came to common agreement and this is all that happened. The devil spoke. The devil spoke and the false prophet spoke. And soon they'll be in the earth. The devil spoke and the false prophet spoke and they came to common agreement. These ghosts and angels and were struck dead by the billions. Instantly, they were rebuked by God. They knew it was wrong. And also, for the months leading up to this, in the weeks and the days, I've been warning angels and ghosts in heaven, in order to receive everlasting life when God makes a new earth, you'll need to be righteous somewhat, almost certainly. There might be some exceptions, but you need to be righteous at least somewhat. You need to learn righteousness. I've been telling them that today, actually. And when you're in the kingdom of God, I'd like every man to enlist in the, the army of God, the righteous army of God, to fight against the enemy, the hordes of the of the devil, if you want. But one day there might be wars. And ghosts in heaven don't need to work, but they, they can resist evil. They can refuse to hear the words of the devil. If they don't want to hear the words of the devil at any time, God can make it so. Everlasting life in heaven, we might call it everlasting life. Living in heaven with salvation is perfect. It's completely perfect in every way. It's amazing and delightful. And ghosts can do a huge variety of things. There's no limit that I know of. We just can't sin. So they chose to hear the words of the devil and the false prophet. They came to common agreement to do a sin. When I said nart, which is absurd, it's a joke. It's a common thing. No one was insulted. They decided it meant something Luciferian or satanic. It's because they heard the devil speak one time. And why did this happen? Over and over again, God speaks. Maybe the ghosts and angels hear something they like, and then maybe they don't sin as much. And then God speaks again, and they hear something they don't like. And then they start to rebel. From the book of Isaiah, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. They keep rebelling. And this, I think, might increase over and over again. Hopefully not. Israel, the ghost in heaven called Israel, will, will revolt more and more. But God will do amazing things, and eventually his people might choose salvation correctly. But the devil is a very dangerous enemy. He wants you to believe he's clever. But what did he do? He told them to do something wicked when they heard the word nart. I said, Jehoshanart, do nart sin. When Jehoshanart would think to do a sin, I say, do not do it. And then it was more pleasant to Jehoshaphat because he didn't like to be told what to do. And I, when I said, do not do it, he was more pleasant. Maybe he felt like he wasn't being bossed around or something. So it was a pleasant word. And now I might not say it anymore, but then here's the contradiction. If I say not, they need to refuse to sit. So this is the reality. A lot of prophecies in the Bible are fulfilled in heaven, such as in the book of Revelation chapter 12. There was a wonder in heaven, behold, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars, seen in heaven. A great red dragon, seen in heaven. A war in heaven, that's a prophecy fulfilled. Michael and his angels fought against the devil and his angels, and they prevailed not, neither was a place found anymore in heaven. So a lot of these prophecies are fulfilled in heaven. In the book of Isaiah, verse 2, chapter 1, verse 2, it reads, Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth. We might think of it like that. And who can hear these words? Every ghost and every angel in the heavens. These words are for ghosts and for angels. And what are the next verses about rebellion? 
about their dumb ideas about the body and the wall. They want to make a body that's a substitute for the body of the church and a wall that's a substitute for the law. So how dangerous is the devil and the false prophet? They speak for about 30 seconds. Every ghost, not every ghost, but many ghosts and angels came to common agreement and chose to do a wicked sin. Those enemies are dangerous. And so during the time of the transgression, God speaks saying a good word. Every word of God is a good word. And then the devil speaks and tells a lie. And then the false prophet speaks and tells a lie. Tells a lie. And then in the earth, very soon, one day, very soon, God might speak to the whole earth a very good word. But you might not like what you hear. And then the false prophet might tell a lie. And you might hear the false prophet speak. You might see his face on television. You might read his words in magazines and newspapers. And then you might think to do a wicked sin. And you might get struck dead in the earth. Men and women might be struck dead in the earth by the billions. You might find yourself standing in front of a furnace of fire. And then hours, days, weeks, months, or years later, you might be raised from the dead in the earth again. And the things that we heard of of old, the stories of old, might all come true. They might come to pass in the earth. We might see men and women struck dead and then raised from the dead over and over again before the great and dreadful day of the Lord, having an opportunity again and again to repent of their wicked sin and to choose to do that which is right in God's eyes. The transgression can be simplified, I think, as this. Who is God? The devil or the almighty God, father of us all? If God speaks and we don't like what we hear, when he says we can be righteous and good, maybe you don't like that idea. Do you run to the devil? Will you?